0: Hayfield Medical, to have the wound looked over. In a turn of good luck, which Catherine still had trouble believing, the wolf bite was found to be clear of any infection, and she was sent back home, ankle bandaged in soft white wrappings, in less than an hour. In the weekend of rest that followed, the pain of the wound had slowly subsided into nothing, and she found she could walk and put pressure on the limb without feeling any discomfort at all, almost like she hadn't been mauled by a wolf just three days ago. No, the only side effect that Catherine seemed to be suffering from was the dreams. Every night since the attack, the intense blue eyes of the dark wolf had haunted her sleep. They weren't nightmares. She didn't feel the least bit afraid in them. But they were bizarre and not just a little unnerving. After waking from them, she'd always feel guilty that she couldn't understand what the blue eyes were trying to tell her, like she was failing the owner of the eyes in some way. Catherine sighed softly at that thought, scolding herself for thinking something so absurd. She grabbed the shampoo and began working it through her thick hair. Why should she feel guilty about upsetting a wolf, one that had attacked her, no less? Now that she was out of immediate danger and far away from the violent beast and its strong jaw and sharp claws, Catherine often caught herself looking back on Friday night and admiring the beauty of the animal that had attacked her. Both of the wolves she had seen had been remarkable, but the blue-eyed one especially had left an impression on her. Its body had been huge and powerful, and its dark, almost black fur had been sleek and beautiful. Even the snarl that had dominated the wolf's face had done little to take away from the animal's handsome features. He, Catherine was almost positive the wolf had been a male, had truly been a magnificent creature. Catherine shook her head a little at the direction her thoughts had taken. Was she really describing the ferocious animal that had attacked her as magnificent? Perhaps she had been infected by the wolf's bite after all, and one of the side effects of said infection was slowly going batty. Reaching for the knob to turn off the warm spray, Catherine forced herself to stop thinking such thoughts. Quickly wringing out her hair of excess water, she stepped out of the shower and grabbed a towel to dry herself off. After wiping herself down, she used the same towel to clear away the condensation that had formed on the bathroom mirror during her brief shower. Catherine sighed when confronted with her reflection. She had never been particularly impressed with her looks. Growing up with an exceptionally beautiful mother and older sister, she had always thought that she herself was rather plain-looking. Her pale face was mostly unremarkable with a small nose and nondescript pink lips. Big, wide eyes dominated the majority of it, their color an odd mix of green and gray. Neither color really overpowered the other, giving them a rather murky appearance overall, almost like mud. Unlike her mother and sister, who both had beautiful, not to mention manageable, blonde hair, Catherine's mane was a dark chocolate brown and refused to lie straight no matter what she did with it. Deciding that she didn't have time to blow dry the dark mass atop her head, she grabbed another towel and dried the wavy hair as best she could before re-entering her bedroom and quickly throwing on a fresh outfit a pair of black skinny jeans and a simple white T-shirt. She snatched up her blue and green plaid jacket from atop her desk and her book bag from where it sat abandoned on the floor before opening and closing her bedroom door and rapidly descending the stairs. Following the smell of burnt toast into the kitchen, Catherine immediately spotted her father near the toaster, cursing as he attempted to remove the blackened bread from the small machine's still-hot slots. Benjamin Mays, Catherine supposed, was a handsome man for his age. His head was still full of brown though graying hair, and his dark eyes were easily capable of charming anyone, even the meanest of old spinsters in Middletown. Elaine was seated at the kitchen center island, chuckling at her husband's antics as he attempted to free his burnt toast with a fork. They both turned their attention to their daughter as she entered. Good morning, Catherine greeted them before making a beeline for the cold cereal. She had had enough of her parents' concerned lectures the past weekend to last a lifetime and hoped to escape the house that morning before being subjected to yet another one. How's your ankle feeling? her dad asked.